Salutations, listeners, and welcome to the Player Profiles Podcast. I am your host, Jotham Israel, and if you're looking to get to know the many great athletes here at St. Xavier University, then I must say, you've definitely arrived at the correct destination. So, who is the athlete that is going to be featured on today's episode? Well, I'll let my imaginary interview wheel answer that question. Hey, cut the music real quick. All right. Let's give this thing a good old spin. And today's athlete is going to be... Ah, Claire Austin. Hailing from Chicago, Illinois, she is a senior on the women's basketball team here at St. Xavier. I sat down and talked to Claire, and here's how it went. Claire Austin is our guest today. Claire, thank you so much for being here. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm doing pretty good. Um, I've been doing, I have to do a lot of these and it's a lot of fun and it's always good to know, you know, new people get to know their stories and all that stuff. And obviously the athletes, you know, are always, you know, really cool to dive in because it's like, that's a, that's a double, it's like a double life you got to live mm-hmm, um, between sports and academics. Oh Yeah. Um, but I'll start with the athletics, though. Basketball. I got to ask, why basketball? Basketball has just always been a part of my life. Growing up, it was kind of like me and my dad's thing. He was my coach starting from fourth grade all the way to eighth grade. And even though he wasn't my coach in high school and college, he still was like just coaching from home. And it was just always like the special bond that we had. And it really helped me make memories with him and then all of my family along the way. So I would say that I do play for them along with myself. Mm. And uh, when you like first picked up a basketball, uh, do you do you like have any memories of that, or <laughs> like do you have like any like memories that made you love basketball for good? I think it was probably my first really organized game in fourth grade. I had scored ten points, and I thought it was the coolest game in the world because <laughs> I probably only scored those ten points because I was taller than everyone else. But I was like wow, I'm, I'm good at this. And then I just really picked it up throughout the years and just really loved it. Mm, fourth grade. That is, <laughs> wow, that, that is amazing. I, I remember like, like when I was younger, it was like, it was very similar to that. Like I just saw the net just go up and I'm just like, whoa, can I do that again? Mm. <laughs> it was, and it was just like repetition, repetition. Yeah, for sure. I, I know how that felt. Um, But when you got to high school, you know, obviously this is kind of where, I'm assuming it started to get like really, really serious because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, when you're dealing with IHSA sports, it's like oh, yeah. it's a different beast. <laughs> and uh, if I'm not mistaken, you went to Marist, right? I did. Yeah. So what do you think the process was like when you went to Marist and tried to play basketball? Well, I think that Marist had such like a reputation for always being a good basketball program. So right when I got to high school, I knew I wanted to establish myself and be a part of that tradition. So my coach, Mary Pat Conley, was great. She really was a good leader and kind of showed me how I can be like a great play, player along with a great leader. So I think that just establishing myself early in the program and then being able to continue on with the help of her and all of my other coaches at Marist really helped grow my love for the game. What do you think was your favorite memory from playing basketball at Marist? Oh, gosh, there were so many. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a good question. I'd really have to think about it, but I think that our trip, we went on a team trip to Arizona, and although it wasn't like the best outcome basketball-wise, I think that really showed me that like your team will always be there for you even when 
the games aren't going right. So just how team chemistry and how important that is, even when things aren't going right basketball-wise, you still have them in your life as friends and teammates. Yeah, teammates are a big part of, you know, sports in general. I, sure. I, I can I can definitely atone to that. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, like, how, like, how do you think um, – the transition went from high school to college in terms of teammates. Do you feel, did you feel like you had a very similar bond? So I didn't go here from the start. Um, I actually went to another school and I think that I struggled a little bit more there. I was obviously farther away from home, so I didn't really have those connections that I had. But then like the second I came back home and went started at St. Xavier, I made friendships that I know will last a lifetime and kind of I was looking for those relationships at my other school and I didn't have those there but coming here was really like a refresher and I really met the people that I was meant to be around for my college experience ah so this so like home is kind of where the heart is for exactly real. <laughs> yeah no actually for sure yeah no I I know I mean you obviously weren't just starting college when the pandemic started, but when the when, like I graduated 2021 mm-hmm. and it was like, e- even pandemic or not, I was like, I can't go far <laughs> away from home. I just can't do it. <laughs> I am a huge homebody and I didn't realize it. Like I wanted to go away. I did it like right when I went away, I was like, I just want to be home. I want to be by my parents and all my siblings are here. So it was really hard. Was there like a moment, whether it be on the court or just at the school in, in wherever you were? Mm-hmm. Do you think there was a there was a moment that made you realize I got to go back home? <laughs> yeah. I mean, sitting in my dorm room, there was I can remember this one specific like particular time I was like I called my mom and I was like I just want to come home and they just thought I was homesick, you know, and then it kind of progressed throughout the whole year and then I was like no, I I need to be home. <laughs> yeah, I I know that's um wow, that's something else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That that's that's I I probably have a panic attack if I were you My, if I were in your shoes because oh, yeah. it's like it's like I don't know if I could deal with that for for well however many months yeah. consecutively like it might have been okay if it was just school but having the schedule I did with basketball and school it definitely made it a lot more hard yeah no I understand that so with all that being said you ended up here I did and <laughs> um obviously you know. You come in, you're not a freshman, Mm -hmm. but did you feel like a freshman when you first came here? You know, I did a little bit, I but I did also have one friend on the team, so she kind of helped show me the ropes a little bit, but still, I mean, you're coming to a new place, everything is new. Like, even though I've lived five minutes away from here my whole life, this whole school was completely new to me, so... I definitely did have that freshman feel again, but I mean, right when I started meeting everyone and became friends with them, that wore off really quickly. I just realized something. You you were the Marist class of 16, right? 17. 17. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that means you did play my school in the playoffs one year. What school did you go to? I went to HF. Oh, <laughs> don't talk about the Come on. No, 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 no. no, no. Hey, no, it's all right. Be- we 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 had that sectional final. We had mm-hmm. that sectional championship while your football team absolutely just broke our hearts. <laughs> so it's like it, it it's a fair trade. It evens out. It does. It does. Yeah. It it's it's a fair trade, yeah. especially I mean I I can't tell you how shook our school was because like you were, you were you were already um wait a minute. You were No, I was the middle school class 17. I came in 18. Mm-hmm. Um but like it was my freshman year of high school, and I re- I just remember like, um, 
them talking about a playoff football game. Mm -hmm. And it was like we were at the goal line against Marist, down three. We decided to go for it. Um, we obviously go for the touchdown for the win, and we end up throwing an interception in the end zone. Oh my god! And it was just like we. It's, it was like Maris automatically became the biggest op of the month right there. It was like it was like oh, it was like we hated them more than Bolingbrook. Yeah. We hated them more than Lockport. We hated them more than Lincoln Way East, yeah. which said a lot because we do not like East. Yeah, and it was just like crazy. It was like we, we it was like we were so upset, but hey. That's sports. It, it is. It, it's the beauty of it, right? Mm -hmm. You know, there there are some teams that get on your nerves and, you know, make you want to grind harder oh, and stuff 100%. like that, you know? Oh, yeah. And speaking of which, um, this may be a very dumb question, but do you think there's one team here at SXU that you'd play all the time and you're just like, this team gets on my nerves? <laughs> In our conference? Any team. Yeah. I'd say there's there's a couple there. Um, I think the most respected rivalry we have is St. Francis. Mm. Um, we've kind of been going back and forth with them. So, I mean, they do get on my nerves a little bit. But, I mean, I just respect respect them so much. They've been so good for so many years. And we always have a problem with them when we come across them. So, they're kind of like our motivation. So, like, like your Maris team for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... um. Speaking of motivation, I know there, you know, is a lot of motivation coming into this year because, you know, there's a there's a hump that we have to get over. Obviously, you know, we've been to the conference championship game a few times in a row, haven't gone our way. Mm -hmm. um, but going into this year, how do you think you guys can use that as motivation, especially since, you know, you'll be returning and there will be, you know, new faces on the team. There'll be some old ones, too. Mm -hmm. uh, but how do you guys think that you can, um, you know, use, you know, these last few seasons as motivation, especially for you? Um, I think that just knowing, I mean, the conference championship thing drives all of us returners like crazy. We know we've been there. We know we can, we're good enough to make it there. We just need to prove ourselves once the time comes. So I think we have been using that as motivation. We've already started preseason and kind of just like letting the underclassmen know, like, this is what we've been through. This is what what happened in this scenario and now we need your help to get us past that little hump that we can't get through. Mm. Yeah, I I completely agree cuz it's like, you know, you probably have seen me up like on the upper level calling oh, yeah. games with a <laughs> with a guy named Matt. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um I mean, we have a lot of memories and a lot of great calls. Oh yeah. And stuff and we also had the um honor to uh see you get your um 2K ball. Um, when you got honored for um, your scoring, yeah, my one thousand. One thousand. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm think. I'm thinking. I don't know why I thought of Sabrina Ionescu's record, like when she went two k, one k, one k in college. No one can compare to her. She is, <laughs> she's great. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, but you uh you reached a thousand points, mm -hmm. and it was like a thousand. That's a lot of. That's a lot of points. Yeah, for sure. Um, what did it feel like to you know? achieve something of that level you know like I got my career thousand point earlier in the season and then talking to my dad he was like nothing counts like unless you do it at St. Xavier so I think that was mm -hmm. his and I's goal was to just get a thousand points at St. Xavier because this is a place that I've called home and I actually felt home and playing college basketball here has been like where I wish I would have went from the beginning so getting it at St. Xavier, I think, meant the most to me because the people that I've surrounded myself with here 
have really done everything they can to support me and make me the player that I am today. So, I mean, it all goes back to them. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Because last year, the team just looked, like, really, really tight. They looked mm-hmm. really close. They looked, You guys looked like you had a lot of fun. <sighs> it, it was... It was a blast watching, and it must have been even more of a blast, you know, playing. And um, it was just like it, it was a lot, it was a lot it was just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not mistaken, Sydney Lovitch also um, scored a thousand points. She did, yeah. Um, and it was like really, really close mm-hmm. to when you scored a thousand points. Uh-huh. So it was like, okay, we just had two <laughs> we just had two women go back to back. Thousand point milestones. Yeah. How crazy is that? Because that doesn't happen very often. No, and it was great because Sydney is one of my best friends. So just getting to getting her to experience that first and kind of just seeing that and just kind of seeing what I want to do, like really set myself up and just being so proud of her for everything that she's done throughout her career and then being able to do it right alongside her was great. Yeah, and she's a she's like an uh, a grad assistant. She's our she? grad assistant now, so we still get to have her around. So it, it's great. <laughs> oh, that chemistry is going to be different. Oh yeah. <laughs> but you know, obviously, speaking of chemistry, um, obviously, like I said, there's going to be a few new faces coming on the team. Mm-hmm. How can you um, do your best to welcome the new faces into, you know, college basketball? Yeah, I think it's definitely it's going to be a learning curve for them. Obviously, it's a lot different. We have one transfer and then the rest freshmen, but. College basketball is a lot different than high school basketball. So, I mean, starting now, we, we have started preseason and kind of getting them adjusted to our culture now and how hard we work and everything that we do to make us the best team we can be. So kind of starting now and just letting them know about the tradition at St. Xavier because there was a long line of women that came before us that made this program what it is today. So we kind of really emphasize tradition and how we want to honor those that played before us. Yeah, and speaking of tradition, you know, there can be some very raucous crowds mm-hmm. in that Shannon Center oh, when yeah. you girls take the floor. <laughs> and I I say that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Like I always um I always stress this when it comes to women in sports because they are criminally underrated. Mm-hmm. Like this is probably one of the only schools that can safely say the women's team draws more crowds, mm-hmm. draws bigger crowds than the men's team, even though the men's team is not awful. No. They're not. <laughs> it's just that the women's team is that, like, that good. Yeah. And that fun to watch. Mm-hmm. What do you think, like, makes this team so, not just so good, but so fun to watch? I think that, like, the competitive edge that we all have is, like, on it's like no other. Like, you, something happens on the floor, and you have all four teammates backing you up along with the whole crowd. Like, coming from, like, the football team, like, the boys' volleyball team. Everybody's at our games, and it makes... It, it makes it so hard to play in the Shannon Center for other teams that that really gives us an edge up. And, like, them watching us, like, they feed us. You know, even if they don't know it, like, them cheering us on, like, we get way more into the game when they're there. Mm-hmm. So I think just how competitive we all are and how willing we are to win for our school is what kind of draws everyone there. Yeah, it's probably the, one of the big reasons why I rarely call a close game at the Shannon Center because it's like, <laughs> you know, they, they it's like it, you always – like it always sounded it always went through like this. You'd start off, okay, whatever. Second mm-hmm. quarter, it's like, all right, we're starting to get a feel for this team. And then like third quarter, you just run them out the building. And it's just yeah. like and fourth quarter, it's bench party time or something. Yeah. And it's like, this team, how how they do it, how y'all did it so consistently, it, it was mm-hmm. just like, I can't tell if this is disrespect or if it's just like 
if, if this is just like this is just how they roll this is just how they win yeah you know it's like it was it was amazing and you know everybody would go crazy for everybody everybody got a slice of the pie exactly yeah and it was just like it, it was just like whoa like you like that team last year and it was my obviously it was my freshman year mm-hmm. it was like okay this is women's college basketball right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's happy for everyone on our team. There's no, like, judgment or anything. Like, oh, that should be me out there. Like, we really wholeheartedly believe as long as we're winning the game, whoever, like, can get us there is who should be in. Yeah. How about that one time when the crowd chanted triple-double? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I That is a moment in my college career that I don't think I'll ever forget. Because I, I really didn't think that I would ever get to that milestone, I guess, in my career. I, I That had been my fourth year playing in games of college basketball. And I kind of, I got pretty close a couple times. So I figured that I would just end my career with whatever, almost a triple-double. So really <laughs> being able to reach that and my coach kind of helping me out and then everyone doing that. My face was so red, but it was all love. <laughs> I was really just smiling from ear to ear. I think it was in a playoff game too. It was, yeah. I was gonna say that's that. that's insane. <laughs> like a triple double in the playoffs. That was like when they were chanted. Tri- I'm like Claire Austin has a triple double. Yeah. Like in the playoffs, like that's that's not that is insane. No, it was. I mean, I couldn't have done it without. We were playing Olivet, who's a very fast paced team, so mm-hmm. that definitely helped out. We were getting up and down the floor more and. I mean, my teammates put the ball in the basket to help me out on the assist, so couldn't have done it without them. Yeah, you're right. I mean, for every point, there has to be an—I mean, there doesn't have to be an assist, but there could be yeah, an assist. there usually is. And they definitely helped you out a lot, and that mm-hmm. was that was a great team win. Another textbook, you know, mm-hmm. St. Xavier win. Um, I I just remember my roommate coming in like, Jotham, because he I think he was working the scores table. Mm-hmm. He's like— why does Olivet substitute their entire team off the court? And I'm just like, that I've never seen that it's before. Definitely an interesting system. I mean, it's what's worked for them for so long. I do not think that I would like to play for a team that does that personally, but I mean, it's working for them. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you solved it what one way or another, too, mm-hmm. a couple times. So, yeah. But um, when you get through with this year and you, you know, ultimately graduate what do you think you want your legacy to be and what do you think you want the team's legacy to be at the end of this year um personally I think that I would like to be like just remembered as a leader um if anything like I the accolades really don't mean anything to me if I wasn't a leader to my teammates and someone that they could look up to and kind of come to in their time of need so I think that's a personal legacy that I'd like to have in mind uh for this team this year we talk about goals all the time, and I mean, sometimes we talk about smaller goals, and then obviously our end goal is the national championship, and I think that we didn't have our coach until October 18th last year, so we kind of, we weren't behind necessarily, but we didn't, weren't necessarily talking about those goals from the beginning, so having our coach here from the start of the school year this year, we really have that foundation to build on and go as far as we can in the playoffs, and obviously the national championship is our goal, and mm-hmm. The team that we had a runner-up one year, but I think that if it, there is a year that we can do it, it would be this year to go as far as possible. Mm. Yeah, that this is obviously you know a year for looking up to big things because this program is not going anywhere downhill. No. It's not going anywhere in that direction. <laughs> no. Even with a new coach, it was like you know it was like picking up right where you left off, mm-hmm. and it was just like, all right, 
I can get used to this. Exactly, yeah. Because I mean, that's all San Xavier women's basketball is about. Like you never want to have a down year. You're you're down. You're gonna have rebuilding years and stuff, but that next year comes along and you're ready to go. Yeah. All right. Let's get down to business. Um, I you can say the pun was intended, but uh, <laughs> you are here, um, not for not just for basketball, but to also get your master's in business management. Get business management. You're right. So why business management? Um, I think I was drawn to business in high school. We had an entrepreneur class, and um, I don't know. I kind of just liked everything about business. I kind of like the day-to-day operations. I really am like all about process, so I like seeing like progress as you go on to an end result, and so I think business is all about that. So I think that's kind of why I chose it from the start. Mm, what do you think you want to do with that? See, that's the best question. <laughs> I have no idea. Obviously, I've explored a couple different things. Um, sales, management positions. I think that it would be good for me to stay in sports. I've been around sports my whole life. So I've kind of been thinking about like working my way up to be an athletic director somewhere or just potentially being in management of a sports sports team or a college sports like program or something like that. I'm not 100% sure what I will do with it. I think that... May rolls around, and I'll really have to figure it out. But right now, I'm kind of just keeping my options open. I'm not opposed to coaching either, because I do coach on the side. So I'm kind of just keeping my options open, and then going to apply for jobs in May and see where it takes me. That is one of the most beautiful mysteries you can ever draw up. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. The mystery of knowing, not not knowing exactly what mm-hmm. you want to do, but knowing the area. Exactly. Knowing the possibilities. Exactly. The I'm options. Not- the options are endless, so I'm kind of just that's why I'm tra- kind of going open, going into it with an open mind, so that I'm not shutting something down even when I haven't tried it yet. Mm. And you know, obviously, this school has a whole, sc- a whole school, whole building. Mm-hmm. I call it dedicated to business. Oh yeah. How resourceful has that place been? Because I've I've only been there for you know a couple of classes. Mm-hmm. So what is it like for you to be in there? No, I mean it's great. The professors that I have had here have helped me more than anyone has in my whole life every time i need assistance with anything they're just an email away and they're willing to meet with you willing to like schedule a zoom anything to get you to where you need to be Mm. so it's great having that whole building just be focused on business yeah um because i'm taking a couple of business related classes Mm -hmm. now um even though i'm a comm major yeah and a film and media studies minor so that doesn't have too much to do with business yeah other than me getting into the industry involving that stuff. But um, I, as a comm major, I don't have, you know, a lot of classes to take within my own major because think about it. Like, comm is such a broad, you know, major. It's like, you can get, you need a job. In order to get a job, you need to have some sort of good communication skills. Exactly. Like, no, I mean, you don't need to, you don't need to, you know, analyze everybody's syllables Mm -hmm. to, you know, know that, you got to talk in order to be able to get a job. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's not as specific of a, of a of a major as say business where you're, you know, you know there's ownerships and exactly, there's yeah. managements and stuff like that. Not as specific. Mm-hmm. And so I have to dig into a lot of other people's majors in order to get my elective <laughs> credits. Yes. And it's like, okay, I got to be well-rounded. I got to dig into I I'm I'm going to be spamming one-on-one classes. Yeah. Um thinking like sociology a 101 i'm taking business matters right now mm-hmm. um i got econ 202 with peter arethas and yeah he's like 
one of the coolest teachers I've seen so far here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, huh. So, I mean, I, I've learned a little bit about econ in high school. I had an econ class in high school, loved yeah. it. So yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm really going to put my hand deeper into the business cookie jar. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely interesting. It's, you'll, you won't be bored in class. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I cannot tell you how, how much Aretha's like, talks about Cubs and White Sox. Yeah. It's just like, there's a Sox fan in there and it's just like, he used to use so many references. Yeah. It is so it's so hilarious. But as a sports guy, I love it. Yeah, I was gonna say he, keeps keeps class interesting. Yes. Um, but yeah, obviously, you know, business management is your thing. And I, I really do hope you, you know, find out what you want to do with that because you sound like you could have you could do anything. Uh, um yep, just as long as I try to keep all the options open. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you so you you coach on the side you said huh? I do yeah I coach um uh eighth I had eighth grade this year uh Illinois Defenders an AAU team. What is that like? It's definitely interesting. Um I started when I did start coaching I was coaching like the fourth and fifth graders so I kind of started out with the babies and then worked my way up to a more competitive level with the eighth graders and I really do love coaching mm. and I think that is something that I could pursue in the future. So it kind of showed me how much I do love it and love being around the game. Yeah, that that would be something. There's like, there's always, there's a lot of avenues for you to still be connected mm-hmm. to the game after exactly. you graduate. There's, exactly. it's crazy. It's great though. Mm-hmm. Something you don't have to leave the game just because you're done playing. Yeah, it's um, that's like I said, that's a beautiful mystery. Mm-hmm. Speaking of mysteries, solve this one for me. Okay. Hobbies, hobbies, <laughs> hobbies, hobbies. Outside of basketball. Do you have any? Oh, gosh. I always hate this question once it comes up in school. (laughs) Basketball and school take up so and coaching take up so much of my time. So I I guess you could say coaching would be technically a hobby for me, even though it's a job. But other than that, I really just enjoy spending time with like my family, my friends and my dog. Like I hang out with if I'm not playing basketball or doing schoolwork, I'm with one of those so my dog my family and my friends <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a rotation like a rotation it is a I little mean, lineup usually my friends get the weekends i'm with my family like all the time and my dog's just at my house so i'm always with her <laughs> that is very organized it is that's it like i said that i didn't expect the rotation metaphor to work out that well <laughs> that's, that's literally a rotation that is how it works out <laughs> yeah but um so have you ever like i know you i know you know when great players you know have great, you know, do great things. Obviously, the only statistic that that matters the most is victories. Mm-hmm. But do you ever like sit down and just look at what you've accomplished and think, "Wow"? You know, I like I said, I'm like I try to just worry about if we're winning or not. So, or like how I am as a person off the court to my teammates. So no, I really haven't. Like I've thought about like I've had a pretty good career and I'm like proud of what I've accomplished. But also, none of that means anything if my teammates don't think of me as a person that they can come to with everything. So I really try to like pride myself in just being the best person I can be off the floor. So then my on court accomplishments, they do will matter in the end. Uh, Yeah. You did allude to that earlier when it, when it came to teammate chemistry. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I'll have one. I have one last question for you. Mm -hmm. While during your time here, can you recall, you know, your, your best moment, your finest moment, your favorite memory mm. while here at SXU playing basketball. We've had so many good games. 
that I've played here in so many games that I like will never forget. But I think the one that sticks out to me the most would be when we played Morningside at the beginning of this previous year. So before that, we lost to them in the playoffs by we got like twenty piece. It was it was a rough game. So yeah. and it they they were the first game of our next season. So they were the last game of that season, the first game of the next season. So we really had it in our heads like what we needed to do against them and like our whole team played amazing like we all the team chemistry was there individually everyone played great and we came up and we ended up beating them by a decent amount so I think that that whole game we were all just so dialed in and then after the game I have never been like so happy to celebrate a win with the people that I was celebrating it with so that definitely is probably my favorite memory throughout my time at St. Xavier. Yeah that was a very satisfying victory I mean (laughs) they were well at the time they were the sixth ranked team in the Mm -hmm. nation and you beat them by 14 it was a it was a I won't say decisive, but it was it wasn't it wasn't that close of a game. No, it felt close the whole time though. But then when we like we didn't even look at the score, we were just like we need to keep kind of adding it on. And then finally, when we looked up at the scoreboard with like a couple seconds left, we all just like looked at each other and smiled and we're like we finally did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that had that had. I, I'm guessing it, there's a there's a lot of edge that you have to play with in order to face the team in your first game of a season. After they knocked you out in the playoffs, mm-hmm. it's and, like that's a different edge, isn't it? Oh yeah, and our I know our coach did that on purpose, like scheduling wise. I'm sure we could have had a game before them, but I think she saw that they would be our first game if we didn't schedule one prior to that, and was like, no, that's what we want. We want them coming in like still fresh off that loss from the previous year and just play with that intensity. Yeah, that's um, that's intensity that I love, and you know, obviously, I'll be looking forward to calling more games this year yeah. as well. As long as I am here, I'm going to try to do as many games as possible. Exactly. You never, you just <laughs> never know what you're going to see. I've had so many great, like you have so many great moments on the court. I have like, I have clips on record yeah. and I just look back at them and it's just, there's just so many moments, whether it be the crowd making, making the Shannon Center sound like, sound like the, the uh, uh, an asteroid just mm-hmm. blew up. Yeah. <laughs> It, or just a moment where Aliana crosses over somebody because she's so freaking agile. <laughs> it's, oh, God. it's always like, or, 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 or even when McKenna Zobel gets an offensive board uh-huh. or, or when Alyssa Crenshaw does it, it's yeah. just like, that. Like there's so, there's like, every person has like a trademark. Exactly. A yeah. trademark that just gets the crowd up on their feet. It's so, it was so amazing. Exactly. And that's what makes the team so great. And we love having you. So obviously come to as many games as you can. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm definitely going to try to get you guys on the air as, as, as much as I possibly can. That it's, it is going to be fun. Yeah. November 1st, Clark, first oh, on the schedule. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's going to be, oh, that's going to be another doozy. Whew. It will be. Yeah. I cannot wait. That, that That's, that's going to be so cool. This is going to be so cool. That's going to do it for today's episode. I'd like to give a shout out to Claire Austin for taking time out of her day to come and sit down and do this interview with me. She truly proves that things may be big in Texas, but they might be a little bigger in Austin. Until next time, everybody. So long.